Uh, I uh, always anticipate the hoodies. How about those Texas Rangers? Uh, I'll just tell you, man, my boys and I, I have three sons. They're 36, 37, 38. And we spend a lot of uh, nights and days at the uh, ballpark in Arlington, uh, which now is uh, Globe something, Globe World or uh, Globe Insurance Field. And uh, had a lot of great times. Uh, they reminded me, uh, they were actually there for the game where uh, when the Rangers first, the first year, I believe 2011, uh, that they, no, 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 back before then, that they uh, clinched the pennant in Arlington. All three of them were there. I was not able to go with them. Uh, they were grown, obviously, at the time. So a lot of good memories for us as fans. Something I don't do, I don't go online and uh, post pictures of, you know, yay Rangers and stuff. Uh, Although I do that for LSU, uh, you know, it just, it looks like you're a, you know, you just jumped on the bandwagon, but we've been fans for years. Uh, some of our great memories uh, as a family is going to the Rangers game. My son sent me a text earlier and said, hey, dad, you remember when we used to take uh, a bunch of hot dogs and drinks uh, into uh, into Arlington, the ballpark in Arlington in a, in a cooler and they'd let you in he said, that was back when we were a real country. Uh, and I said, yeah, and we were real broke, so we couldn't afford the, the uh, ballpark hot dogs. We would normally uh, get scalp tickets uh, after the first or second inning uh, so we could afford to get in and get a good seat. One night, I remember we, <laughs> we went to watch a doubleheader, and it was uh, against the White Sox. And uh, by the second game, which ended up being super late, uh, everybody was leaving, so we slipped down and got right behind the dugout. So that was kind of cool. Uh, so anyway, uh, another great memory is uh, one of, I think it was one of Ricky Henderson's last games. He was with the A's uh, at that time, I believe. I believe. Maybe he was back with the A's. I know he had been with the A's. Then seemed like maybe his second trip, if I'm remembering that right, he had a, a second stint with the A's. And it seemed like it was the second stint with the A's because I think the first one would have been much, much earlier. And uh, somebody sitting beside us hollered, and it was hot. Oh, it was so hot that day. And someone hollered out and said, hey, Ricky. Uh, Ricky's playing center field, and we're out there. And, and said, hey, Ricky, how does it feel to be the only player in the MLB that's drawn social, social security? And he got he actually got a kick out of it. He was uh, – a he was a, a lot of fun. So, hey, I'm so thankful that you joined. It's got a great show lined up for you. We're going to be talking about several things. Uh, one is how corrupt is the U.S. government? And I'm talking about the, the alphabet agencies, uh, all the administ administrative state, a lot, lot if not most politicians. How corrupt is it? And we'll be talking about that. Also, going to be talking about uh, watching for the media jihad because get ready for it, because the, the uh, media is going to be defending Hamas, defending the Palestinians, full tilt, so get ready for that. We'll be, uh, and what we do here is kind of help you see things, and you go, oh, wait a minute, uh, Donnie said that was going to happen. I'm Donnie Copeland, your host here at Red Pill Plus. So thankful that you joined us. Hey, if you have not picked up the episode and listened to the episode 
with Chris Gates. Make sure you do that. That was a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, episode. Thank you, Chris. Uh, we're going to have him back on the podcast. And uh, also, don't forget about our other podcast. We have, uh, of course, our flagship uh, show is the Dot Washburn Show. That's how we started here. And then we spun off to Red Pill, started out as Red Pill uh, Sports. Then we kind of moved into sports and the news. Uh, also, some big, speaking of news, there's some big news about some things that President Trump, during his uh, one of his many trials uh, that, that is being conducted, uh, he, uh, thus the How Corrupt Is U.S. Government uh, segment, uh, he, he's got some information that I believe is going to blow this thing wide open. We'll talk more about that. Uh, also, we have another podcast called the Medicare Funcast by Brian Coolis. Uh, Brian is a phenomenal longtime uh, radio personality who's now uh, owns a Medicare business, and uh, he is going to, uh, or is, uh, give, just generating some phenomenal content whereby you get great uh, you get uh, great content, great entertainment, and you get great information about Medicare. Here's the great part about the Medicare Fundcast: if you're not into, you're not ready for Medicare, your parents are not ready for it, uh, then fast forward and just catch the Fundcast. And the way he does the show, which is really cool, is he will, uh, I believe, typically give all the Medicare type stuff up front. So if you're not ready for that, you just fast forward through that and pick up the fun cast. Uh, great entertainment, a lot of uh, culture, a lot of music behind the scenes music. Uh, great fun. Uh, Doc is doing great interviews on the Doc Washburn Show. And we've got new shows that we're going to be unveiling in the coming days, weeks, and months. So, so thankful that you joined us uh, here today. And uh, I am uh, looking forward to it. Uh, l- let's start out with uh, the... Uh, what I call the media jihad, and that is you can get ready for it. Law and order is going to drag out if they've not already. I don't watch it as much as I used to because every uh, every episode of the newer shows are how, uh, you know, uh, homosexuals and uh, transvestites are being mis, uh, you know, you know mishandled uh, or treated bad. Uh, and, you know, it's some right-wing fanatic's fault. Uh, so, uh, but, but get ready because there's, they have tons uh, of stuff in the cans, tons of stuff over, what, 25-plus years of broadcasting of, you know, uh, white people bad, uh, people with a burqa on good, content that they're going to unroll and they're going to give it to you. It's not going to be just law and order. It's going to be, you know, uh, there'll be commercial after commercial, be public service announcements. Uh, watch the uh, prescription, the, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, the, the, the pharmaceutical ads. Thank you. The pharmaceutical ads are going to be uh, just full, chock full of people in burkas, uh, people with darker skin, and they're, you know, nice. Uh, and there are, you and I both know that. We know people. I've got neighbors, uh, not my immediate neighbors. My immediate neighbors are Indians uh, from India. And then, But I've got some neighbors around the corner. Uh, then I have tons of people that I do business with 
that are not from America. They're from the Middle East. Some of them more from the Far East. And uh, we get along great, great people. So, so I'm not, this is not an all-in-one, but all this will be with the media jihad is to uh, somehow make uh, it uh, to where uh, people, anybody and everybody from the Middle East is a victim and uh, we're the perpetrators, we're the bad guys. I mean, that's, that's what the media will do. Here's the fascinating part about that. The fascinating part about that is the bulk of the media, and this is well documented, and, and I don't say this at all from a, uh, from a critical standpoint whatsoever. Uh, I find it, I, I'm, I'm more presented from an uh, ironic standpoint, and that is the bulk of media is Jewish-owned. I mean, it's just, it, it just is. Uh, and yet you will have these huge companies that are controlled by, uh, you know, many times by Jewish families that because they don't run the content, they don't run the company. I mean, they run the company, but they don't do the day-to-day. And that's ran by ultra-liberals, and liberals are unapologetically pro-Palestinian. They are uh, con-Israel. They hate Israel. They love Palestine. Uh, And so that's what you're going to see. So you're going to see this media jihad, and the news will bend over backwards. Now, you have found this, and Doc and I were talking about this the other day, you have found that even a lot of liberal Jews, are their eyes are open to this savagery uh, of the Palestinians when the the Hamas, when they uh, flew into Israel and butchered people at a festival, butchered people in their homes, baked babies in ovens, uh, raped women in front of their uh, own children, uh, raped women in front of their husbands, uh, beheaded husbands in front of uh, their children and their mothers. Uh, and so, you know, you have, you have a lot of these liberal Jews that before were like, you know, just unapologetically pro-Palestinian. Uh, and and if, if nothing else, they were at least kind of, you know, on the fence. And man, that, that's really turned. I think you'll see in this next election, you'll see probably more uh, Jews vote for Republicans than ever before, which is unheard of because they are they are a block vote, much like the black vote, uh, typically for Democrats, especially in large cities. Uh, but uh, the, the news uh, media is going to certainly do their part. Thank God for podcasts. Thank God for alternative media. You know, like Joe Rogan, like Jordan Peterson, uh, like, you know, so many of these conservatives, Tim Pool, uh, others, uh, Doc Washburn, uh, these other conservative podcasts uh, that will, you know, give you the truth rather than just uh, give you some, you know, uh, some served up, uh, it's kind of like the Orange Man bad war good like we do in our intro it's you know israel oppressive palestinian victim uh and that's what is going to be served up by uh, the media so there's going to definitely be a a, and has already started uh the media uh, jihad that will uh and has ensued uh but um so so i think that's something you need to 
to, need to look for. And, and I'm going to tell you, the, the way that I was trained to look for that or, or the person that trained me to look for that was none other than El Rushbo. Uh, Rush taught you because that's what Rush would be talking about right now. A lot of times when I'm looking at the news, I'll say, okay, what would Rush do? What would, how would Rush approach this? What would uh, Rush uh, think about this? And, uh, you know, how would he look at it? And that's how a lot of times I get, uh, I, get uh, I formulate my thoughts uh, about what's going on. And so uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's something. Also uh, in the news is DeSantis has gone full uh, you know, if Trump... Now think about this for a moment. And, and Ron DeSantis, this is exactly why you're polling at 10%. And you don't get it. You need to sit down, and I've said this before, but I'll say it again, given the news today that DeSantis now is going all over the media. If Trump is indicted of one, um, you know, one uh, uh, charge uh, by these corrupt, Soros-backed DAs, uh, he should not be allowed uh, on a ballot. Uh, and that right there is pathetic because what that is is playing straight into this left narrative to uh, disqualify Donald Trump from running. And Ron DeSantis, you played right into it, and that is exactly why you are polling at 10%. Uh, because it, it shows you to be afraid, it shows you to be weak, and you should have never, ever challenged Donald Trump. Not that you didn't have the right to challenge him, not that you're, you, you're not a great and have been a great governor, but the reason that you should have never challenged him is because he's taken all this flack from the left, and if you would have stood with him like Vivek Ramaswamy has done uh, and defended him, and I know Ramaswamy didn't defend uh, President Trump early on, and maybe he's doing it just to run for president or vice president. Uh, but nonetheless, he's defending him. And so, but not only are you not defending Ron DeSantis, you are piling on. And that, my friend, is why not only are you at 10%, I think you go lower. Because I think, you know, the neocon, uh, the the darling of the GOP, Nikki Haley, the, the female Mitt Romney, is, is going to take the space that you would get because that's all you're going to get. You're not going to get any of MAGA. You're not going to get any of center-right. Uh, and so continue on. Bill Mitchell and uh, Cardone, uh, not Cardone, but Mitchell and whoever your other defenders are, uh, you know, Bill Mitchell has become... Ron DeSantis, his Twitter feed is Ron DeSantis 24-7. Every single Twitter feed is talking about, and it's ridiculous stuff like Donald Trump's not really 6'3", and, and Donald Trump is, you know, uh, it's just, you know, where's Melania? It's just, it's just ridiculous stuff. So, um, you know, anyway, bottom line, Look for the jihad. Ron DeSantis has, is done, has been done uh, for a while now. Uh, so that is that. Uh, Julie Kelly had some really good stuff about uh, what, what they are presenting, what, and they being Trump is presenting. Uh, let's see. 
let's see here. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's talking about what Trump and them uh, has proof uh, that the DOA and the Biden administration was in cahoots and actually uh, were working together uh, to build the case against Trump. And so, um, it, you know, as this stuff unfolds, now, here's the thing that you have to understand. Do you remember how constantly Trump was uh, maligned and co Trump was constantly, when he was actually uh, president, he was constantly maligned, he was constantly attacked, uh, and yet uh, always it, something would come out and he would say, uh, you know, here's, uh, here's the alternative uh, view of this. And every time it was like the bump, the bump, the Trump boomer, boomerang would come around and hit whoever was attacking him right in the back of the head. And so, um, you know, that's exactly what is happening here. And so what we're seeing happen here now is that uh, Trump's team is starting to bring out things uh, that are, you know, that the DOJ, the DOE, uh, the Biden administration, Jack Smith were all in cahoots uh, against uh, President Trump. And, uh, and Judge Cannon, I think, is going to be really, really uh, telling uh, what happens as a result of, uh, of, of this information coming, coming forth. So... Uh, also, you know, Republicans continue how, how often or however, rather, let, let me back up a minute. Kudos to Mike Johnson for his $14 billion aid package to Israel that is offset by a $14 billion uh, reduction in the budget of the IRS. <laughs> I love it. Why? Why can't we get Republicans to do this kind of stuff more often? Why is it only the Democrats that know how to play hardball? And so kudos to Mike Johnson. Uh, you know, yeah, Biden's probably going to veto it. But make them squirm. Make them work for it. You know, oh, by the way, uh, $14 billion for uh, aid package to Israel uh, to defend themselves against the Palestinians and the, all the other billion Arabs that hate them that they're surrounded by. Uh, $14 billion offset to pay for it from the IRS to undermine the 80,000 new IRS agents that they want to unleash on you and no, zero money for Ukraine, which is making War Inc. lose their mind. By the way, our intro at Red Pill Plus says no Orange man bad, war is good. It's not always that clear, but that's what it says. Aren't no orange man bad, no war is good, uniparty mantra here. And so uh, that's what that bill has. You know, that bill has, you know, it dismantles the uniparty support for Ukraine. And, and so many of these establishment guys on both sides are just losing their brain as a result of it. Uh, kudos to the Texas Rangers. Uh, my boys and I have been fans of the Texas Rangers. And man, for a bullpen that was just so incredibly horrible, 
for all year, and then even in the first few games. I mean, every time anybody but uh, uh, Leclerc came in, uh, Leclerc rather came in to to relieve. You just held your uh, breath, in, including Chapman because he can't throw a strike. Chapman did a great job last night, and then Spores did a phenomenal job. And then I think Bruce Bochy showed why he is the, probably one of the greatest managers ever to manage the game. And shout out to Chris Young, uh, general manager of the Texas Rangers, for going and getting Bruce Bochy. Uh, because one of the great things, and Bochy just has the feel for the game. So he brings, so instead of bringing in Leclerc at the end of the game, which is their typical closer in the ninth inning, and you have Spores who had already pitched, who had not done that well earlier in the year, but just caught fire in the playoffs. Uh, Bochy kind of knew, hey, this kid's feeling that he's got the groove. He's got the stuff to do it. Just a lot of times between the ears for pitchers, it's more mental uh, and mechanics, but it, it starts with the mental with, with pitching when, when all else is equal given the talent. Uh, and Spores definitely had the talent, but just couldn't put it all together typically in the, in the year. Uh, but, man, he just caught fire in the, in the playoffs. And so in the eighth, they bring him in. He shuts down the Diamondbacks, and they bring him back to close the game at the bottom of the ninth. Now, someone said, and I thought I heard somebody say, is because Leclerc, who had pitched quite a bit, was uh, feeling a little soreness in his arm. And uh, I can't imagine Leclerc even telling them that his arm was hurting. One, as an athlete, it's like, you know, he's not telling you he's hurting unless it's vastly affecting his velocity or something. So I think the bigger reason was Bochy knew that the Diamondbacks had seen Leclerc, you know, pretty much, maybe not every game, but most games they had seen him quite a bit. So everybody had seen him probably at least one time. Um, predominantly, the, the, most of the team had seen him at least once. Not everybody had seen uh, spores as much. So I think it was two or three things. One, possible some soreness in Leclerc's arm. Two, uh, spores was just in a groove. And then three, I think what really put it over the edge was Bochy knew that Leclerc, or rather Spores, had not been seen by as many hitters, and maybe even specifically the hitters uh, that were coming up in the bottom of the ninth. Great move. It worked out five to nothing. Uh, Rangers, they win it uh, four to one. Uh, great series, great championship. I don't care that most of America didn't watch it. A buddy of mine was telling me, uh, and great point. And we 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 observe little things like this. He said lowest I think watched uh, World Series maybe in television history because you have a team that is really regional in the Diamondbacks. You have a team that's really regional. They're not household names either. One of them, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. So you didn't have the the uh, the uh, uh, Dodgers, you didn't have the Yankees, uh, you didn't have the Astros, even though they're not a household name, but they've won a lot. So you didn't have one of these Rangers, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox is probably your your big three. Cubs uh, is your, your top four or five teams that 
uh, are the iconic type teams uh, that have been around forever. So you didn't have those huge markets, even though probably Dallas-Fort Worth is one of your top, I'd say definitely in your top uh, five to seven markets. Uh, Arizona, not so much. So you had a lower uh, market team, two teams that are not iconic. So yeah, lower watch, but I don't care. Uh, lowest watch in World Series history, I don't care because I've been a Rangers fan now. Uh, was a uh, Astros fan as a little kid because the only station radio station we could get as a little kid we didn't have a TV, so uh, uh, we would listen to the radio late night. My brother and I and we could pick up the Rangers. For some reason, didn't get the Cardinals down in Louisiana, but we got the we got the Rangers. I'm sorry, we got the Astros, uh, and that was back in the day with Doug Rader and uh, you know that team, uh, Alan Ashby and. You know, that may have been before Alan Ashby even, but it was Doug Rader uh, at third base, and uh, that was uh, no, maybe before Nolan Ryan even. So it was way back. But we listened to it in the bed because uh, we'd have to go to bed for school. And so I was an Astros fan for years as a little kid. Not a great, huge baseball fan growing up, but I followed it, you know, and loved it and loved baseball, one of my favorite games. But then after we moved to Dallas in 86, lived there to 2002, and was a forever Rangers fan from then on. Went to a lot of games, as I said earlier, with my boys. So kudos to the Rangers. You won it. I don't care if nobody watched it. I watched it. And I didn't cry, but I was really uh, positively emotional, but not tears, no, no gay stuff uh, like that. Oh, pardon that. But, you know, no, no touchy-feely stuff. But... Very, very, uh, you know, happy, I'll just put it that way, uh, that they took it. Uh, really stunk that uh, Garcia wasn't able to finish, but uh, that it was uh, a great, uh, great series for uh, Seeger and uh, had a great, great series. Uh, so let, let's close out today with what I think is one of the uh, most sobering thoughts and questions and observations maybe that we could have. And that is, and I'd like to form it in the form of a question. And oh, but before we get to this, uh, we are brought to you by Red River Auto, redriverauto.com. Do me a huge, huge solid. Uh, if you are looking for a new or used car, any type, call Red or, or go online to redriverauto.com. Tell them that Red Pill Plus the Doc Washburn Podcast Network sent you, and uh, these people have been huge supporters of the Doc Washburn Podcast Network and the Red Pill Plus uh, podcast. So make sure that is uh, redriverauto.com. These people are huge patriots. They're huge supporters of conservative podcasts, uh, and they have made sure that we stayed on the air uh, these uh, almost two years now. And so we are so, so very, I guess 18 months. So we're so very thankful for Mitch Ward and RedRiverAuto.com. Please at least give them a look. I think once you give them a look, once you talk to them, it'll be a no-brainer. You'll want to do business. Uh, new or used car, RedRiverAuto.com. Also, uh, great deals right now. Uh, I'm getting ready to get, uh, or we are getting ready to get a 
uh, topper for our mattress. Our mattress is getting, a, we got a great Sotfa mattress, uh, but it's getting a little broken down. So we're going with the two inch topper uh, from MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED. Uh, that is MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use the promo code RED. Uh, and uh, we uh, thank you so very much. Great deals on pillows. Great deals on, on the slippers, which are phenomenal. Uh, the sheets are the best we've, we've ever had. We've had the high-end sheets, but never any sheets like the MyPillow sheets. My wife is, is not an easy person to please when it comes to quality. She just she knows what she wants. Sweetest, kindest person in the world, but she knows what she wants. And, you know, I, I'll like the person. Or I'll like the packaging and say, man, this, this is great. But she'll she's not swayed by any of that. She's like, no, it's not great quality. You know, I like the people. I like the packaging. Not great quality. But, man, when it comes to my pillows, Giza Dream Sheet, she's like, I am impressed. And when you impress my wife, and I don't mean that in a, in a dissing way. I mean that in the, in the greatest compliment possible. She's just very honest, straightforward about what she, you know, how she feels about something. And she says, yeah, the Giza Dream Sheets are the real deal. Uh, so I'm telling you, it's coming straight from Sweet Pea. Uh, Giza Dream Sheets, uh, MyPillow.com, promo code RED. Uh, so here's the last thing I want to I throw at you, and that is, here's the question. And I'm afraid the answer is not the answer you and I would like to hear, but it is what it is. And that the question is, how corrupt is the U.S. government? And my answer is, you know, it's kind of like if you see somebody and maybe they're a little sketchy and you go, man, you know, I wish they were not quite as dishonest. Or I wish they weren't quite as, you know, they're a little bit of a hustler. You know, they're a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of an angler here. And, and, and you kind of close one eye and you go, you know, I hate to admit it, but yeah, they're, they're a little bit, you know, a little shady. Uh, and, and the fact is, if you think they're shady, uh, and, and it's credible, not just a feeling, not just a gut feeling, but you, you've seen enough to know, yeah, there's a little, little shadiness going on. I promise you, if, they're, if, if, if you see it as a God-fearing, upstanding citizen that your neighbor, your friend, somebody even you go to church with, God forbid, is, is a little shady, a little, little sketchy, I promise you they're, they're shadier and sketchier than you can imagine. And I, I, I kind of have that feeling about the U.S. government. There's been plenty, whether it be 9-11, whether it be the moon landing. And I'm not saying the moon landing didn't happen, uh, but I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it didn't happen either. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying that it didn't happen. Whatever. Um, just a lot, you know, 9-11, just some things there. I don't, I don't, whatever happened, I don't think, we definitely didn't get the full story. Uh, Oklahoma City bombing, we certainly didn't get the, I, I'm not one of these that believes the government did all of it, but I do believe the government hides stuff from us on a regular basis, uh, and they hide not small details from us. I'm going to put it that way. So I've seen Oklahoma City bombing. 
I've seen the the uh, the Waco disaster, Ruby Ridge, the JFK assassination. Must I go on? And we could go on and on. January sixth, uh, the the twenty twenty election. Uh, must I go on? I could go on and on and on. And so my neighbor, the U.S. government, I see sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. I see shady, shady, shady. Uh, the real slim shady stand up, and it is the U.S. government uh, for the rap uh, inference. Uh, and so if I'm seeing shady, 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 I'm seeing, seeing sketchy, 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 it's so much shadier, so much sketchier than we can even imagine. Uh, I, I think that's, I just think that's true. I, I think that's kind of a, uh, a human truth, that's just a truth uh, about uh, the, the, the iceberg, kind of the iceberg theory that if you see a little ice on top of the water, there's a whole lot more ice beneath the water. And uh, when it comes to sketchy, comes to shady, uh, I think that is uh, also very, very true. Uh, I think it's going to come out. I don't know when it will come out. I, I think Trump is going to reveal a lot of stuff about Jack Smith, about uh, Joe Biden. Uh, and there's some things that are going to come out, whether it's the Epstein list, uh, it's going to be the death of Epstein, it's going to be, uh, you know, uh, the death of uh, whomever that is, you know, the Julian Assange uh, debacle. Uh, there, there is a lot. And when a government hides things from uh, the populace, it, it's never good. Uh, so uh, Vietnam, I think, is one of the, probably the biggest travesties. The uh, weapons of mass destruction lie. Uh, you know, on and on and on and on. Uh, I don't necessarily ascribe to the uh, QAnon, you know, it's all going to come out, you know, in a military tribunal thing. I think unfortunately, not unfortunately, uh, but I think it does come out. The, the Bible says in that great final day that, uh, you know, everything that was unknown shall be known. So it's coming out. It's coming out. Uh, it, it's going to be known. Uh, and so, but I think a lot of stuff is going to be revealed sooner than later. Uh, and I don't know how. I don't, I don't think it's Trump taking over the military tribunal thing. I, I, don't, I don't ascribe to that. Uh, I wish it were true. Uh, and if it's true, I'll be the happiest person on the face of the earth. But I don't, I don't. Again, subscribe to that. But however, I do feel like the U.S. government is much, much more corrupt than we can imagine. Uh, probably Exhibit A is what Elon Musk just revealed uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast about how the U.S. government, uh, the DOJ, the CIA, uh, all the other alphabet agencies were working in concert with Twitter uh, to ban and to muzzle uh, MAGA uh, members and conservatives 10 times uh, more than they were liberals. So 
I think the proof's in the pudding, whether it's JFK, uh, whether it's subsequent death of, of uh, Oswald and Kirby, uh, uh, Ru- rather Ruby, Jack Ruby. Uh, I, think there's, I, I think there's plenty, plenty uh, of evidence that there is sketchiness and shadiness. Uh, so get ready for the great reveal. Uh, and I think I think this Trump, uh, I think this Trump trial may start those dominoes. I think Mike Johnson taking over as Speaker of the House may start those dominoes. I sure hope so. Uh, but hey, we're going to be here for it and uh, get ready. Be watching the commercials. Be watching, especially reruns. I don't think they have time quite yet. Uh, but in the coming days. Uh, hours, days, weeks, and months. Get ready for the media jihad uh, and uh, go Rangers. And uh, hope everything goes well in the offseason for them. And they can repeat and do it again. And when someone mentions the Houston Astros, they can say, is that a team in Texas? I thought Texas Rangers were the only team in Texas. Hey, man, I'm so thankful that you joined us. So thankful that you're a part uh, of the Red Pill Plus Nation. And all you pillheads, uh, thank you. Check out our store on Bonfire, bonfire.com. We have a great store with a lot of great content uh, there. So we'll talk at you later and uh, hope you have a great, great uh, uh, day. You've been listening to the Red Pill Plus Podcast. Sports Plus News done right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. In the meantime, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Red Pill Plus. And check the website at docwashburn.com slash redpill. Pill.